celebrating over two decades of consecutive broadcasts on the great game of horse racing in Las Vegas. The Race Day Las Vegas show thanks all of our listeners and sponsors for your appreciated support. The following is a Race Day Las Vegas presentation in association with Sirocco Productions Limited on the Race Day Las Vegas radio network. Gaming capital of the world, time for Race Day Las Vegas, covering the sport of kings with a Las Vegas perspective. Now to the race desk with your host, Ralph Sirocco. From the backstretch to the turf club, at the race books and on the internet, to all horse players around the world, a good morning. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Race Day Las Vegas radio program for this Sunday. It is the 26th day of March, 2023, the last Sunday of this third month of this uh, year, 2023. Oh, yeah, I'm going to say, you know, I am. Where the heck did the month go? <laughs> Anyhow, your date three two six two zero two three. We welcome you. We come to you live and direct from the gaming capital of the world, Las Vegas, Nevada, right here at our studio station, home base, Sports Talk, 1400 a.m., Looking out the window of the studio at about uh, 10 minutes after 8 a.m. Pacific time, we see the sun is shining, the sky is blue, the ground is dry. we got a few high clouds coming in and out, but nothing, no precipitation, no wind. Just kind of nice out there for this 26th day of March. Right now it's 45 degrees outside here in Vegas. 61 will get to the top off today. We're topping off at 61. That looks like the weather is going to be just about that way throughout the week. As uh, we wind up uh, this racing week, except for a special racing card tomorrow at Santa Anita to make up for their Friday cancellation. Now, we won't have a show, but our handicappers, Jonathan Hardoon, Rich Ang, John Lindo, Jerry J., they'll all have their handicapping sheets on and out at their usual websites for tomorrow's Santa Anita races. Keep that in mind, a special racing day tomorrow at Santa Anita, the makeup day. It'll be a 1 o'clock post-time Pacific time, and of course, so there'll be eight races on the card tomorrow. But we still got a lot of good stuff happening today. A lot of those um, uh, derby points were up for grabs yesterday, the qualifying points. Got some more up for today. There will be 50 more qualifying points for both the Kentucky Derby and the Kentucky Oaks today. Those points can be one at Sunland Park today in the Sunland Park Derby in the Sunland Park Oaks. Big day of racing out at Sunland Park today. Of course, yesterday, a big racing card at Fairgrounds. Fifteen races, man. Boy, I, I tell you, by the time you got to the last race at the Fairgrounds, you felt like a wet noodle. Wow. But it was a long day. Today, by the way, is closing day at the Fairgrounds, so they have a, a, the mandatory payouts on all their races. They got another 15 races today. 30 races in two days in the bayou. Wow. So anyhow, uh, we had a big racing card yesterday there, highlighted by the Louisiana Derby and the Fairgrounds Oaks at Turfway Park. There were six six stakes races highlighted by the Bourbonette Oaks and the Jeff Ruby Stakes. We'll have the results of all of those in a minute. And, of course, in Dubai, a lot of stuff happened in Dubai, but all I can tell you is wrapping Dubai up with one phrase, the Japanese came and conquered major, <laughs> major in Dubai yesterday. No doubt about that. And Derma Sadagate, or Sadagati, Derma Sadagati, the Japanese horse, won the UAE Derby. And the Japanese horses that invaded Maidan Racecourse for all these big stakes races yesterday 
proved to finish first, second, third, and fourth in the UAE Derby. They they scooped up all of the Derby points. So Derma Saragati, Saragaki wins the UAE Derby, gets 100 points, 100 qualifying points for the Derby. He's in, and immediately after the race, they asked the connections, are you coming? They said, yes, we are. So the Japanese winner of the UAE Derby will be, if all the parts stay in the right place, part of the Kentucky Derby this year, which is 41 days away. Now, in addition to that, the winner of the uh, race at Turfway Park, the uh, Jeff Ruby Stakes, and the uh, Louisiana Derby winners are also at the top of the leaderboard because they were all 100-point getters. So the first three uh, leaders now on the leaderboard are all the three horses that won their respective derby preps yesterday with 100 points. We'll get to that in just a minute as well. But to say the least, the Japanese scored big. No doubt about it. In the races yesterday at uh, Dubai. Capping it off, of course, with the Dubai World Cup that they also won. So a big day of racing in Maidan for the Japanese horses. Okay. And uh, big, 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 that's for sure. What a day it was. What a early day it was there for them. Isolate won the Godolphin Mile, the first um, uh, thoroughbred race of the day with uh, Tyler Gaffleone aboard. <laughs> Other winners include Broom, who swept past the Gold Cup rivals to win uh, the uh, Gold Cup. Broom, winner there. And, of course, the big upsetter. Oof, man. Danaya. Danaya upsets the Alcaz rivals, sent off at 68-1. to 1. This horse won the Alcaz and paid $139.40 to win in the American pool. Wow. Owned by Shadwell, too. Lord North uh, made history in the Dubai turf. Lord North, the winner there in the Dubai turf. Uh, Frankie DeTore, the rider there, for John and Thaddy Gosden. You remember them when they were here in... Uh, John Gosden trained for a while here in Southern California at, uh, San, uh, at Santa Anita and, and the Southern California circuit. But uh, Frankie DeTore wins on the Godolphin bread, Lord North. And Equinox uh, won the Shima Classic. So he had Equinox win in that, and uh, pretty much uh, all of that stuff there, including, of course, the big Dubai World Cup as well. All right, so anyhow, uh, the Japanese were the ones that uh, were primary, won big in Dubai yesterday. Now let's get to what happened yesterday here in the contiguous, the continental United States, as we welcome all our listeners here in Las Vegas at Sports Talk 1400 AM, and our listeners around the world through our websites, racedaylasvegas.com.vegas.world.global. And, of course, uh, the uh, apps that you have on your devices, on your cell phones. I call them cell phones. They're really devices now. I don't, does anybody use it as a phone anymore? Right? Uh, your uh, KSHP radio station app that you can get to put on your uh, Androids and uh, your iPhones. And, of course, iPads, too. And, of course, uh, anywhere you get your podcasting. So we welcome all of you, however, wherever, whenever, to this uh, Sunday show. All right. Now, here in America, big racing day yesterday. Fairgrounds said that. The Louisiana Derby won by Kings Barnes. This horse went wire to wire in the mile and three-sixteenths race under Flavian Pratt. Remember when I was asking our handicappers yesterday about uh, the Louisiana Derby, uh, John Lindo pointed this horse out. He said he liked this horse. Kings Barnes wins the Louisiana Derby. And he went out there, and as they say in the business, a phrase that we use when uh, you're using uh, slow fractions, he walked the dog. Yeah, Kings Barnes got to the half mile in 49.60 seconds. And gate to wire, it was all she wrote. 
They let him out on the lead. Flavian Pratt nursed it along. And Kings Barnes wins the Louisiana Derby. Todd Pletcher's fifth Louisiana Derby winner. So he's got another horse heading for the Kentucky Derby. Paid $11 to win there. It was Flavian Pratt's second stakes race win of the day. Disarm ran second, and Jace's Road finished third. The favorite instant coffee was never seen. Wow. 100 points for the Kentucky Derby qualifying points there. Earlier, the Fairgrounds Oaks that held 100 qualifying points for the Kentucky Oaks won by Southlaw in a big upset. Big uh, favorite in the race, Hoosier Philly. Uh, contested and then in the five Philly race dropped out and didn't even hit the board. So Southlaw runs down pretty mischievous, which was also a co-favorite in the race. Southpaw, a Norm Cassie trainee, ridden by Relu Gutierrez, wins in an upset, paying seventeen forty, outrunning Pretty Mischief and uh, the Alley's Look, who finished third in the race. And so Southlaw now heading for the Kentucky Oaks. Uh, other stakes winners on the card, the undercard real quick, uh, the Costa Rica uh, Coastal Rising, I should say. The Coastal Rising won by Big Chopper. Corey Lannery, second win of the day, paying nine twenty. There was a disqualification in the race. Brady's Galaxy was disqualified from third for interference on that one. In the uh, Tom Benson Memorial, D- Didia, the Australian horse, Didia wins for Vincent Chermanad, nine forty there, winning that race. The half million dollar New Orleans Classic won by West Will Power. A Brad Cox trainee, Flavian Pratt aboard West Will Power, paying seven twenty, outrunning the big favorite art collector and Mr. Wireless. In the Muniz Memorial, Spooky Channel wins for Joel Rosario, nine twenty there, outrunning uh, outrunning uh, Rising Empire and Gentle Soul. And uh, those were the stakes races yesterday at uh, the fairgrounds. Uh, a couple of the Crescent City Derby was won by All Right Moonlight, Florent Garot three forty. The Crescent City Oaks won by Star Moment, Corey Lannery. Star Moment paid thirty six twenty. Both the Derby and the uh, Oaks Crescent City Derby and Crescent City Oaks winners were trained by Ron Frochet. So there you have it at fairgrounds. Oh, one more note. So you you run 15 races, and in the 15th race, oh, in the 15th and final race, the winners, splitting aces, paid $132.40 for a $2 win bet. The second place finisher was 49 to 1, beating out the 9 to 5 favorite to finish third, and a 31 to 1 shot finished fourth. Those were the odds. The superfecta in that race. For a dime, it paid $8,007.41. Computing the dollar payoff, $80,074.10. <laughs> That's the way you end the day at Fairgrounds. Florent Garreau had three wins on the day as well. Brad Cox, a couple of wins there. So it was uh, pretty good. But Todd Pletcher gets it in the Louisiana Derby. Now we went to Turfway Park, where, of course, they held the uh, the Jeff Ruby Stakes Stakes. And the winner there, two fills, won that race easily. Two fills did for Jareth Loveberry and Larry Ravelli. Two fills pay $7.64. Remember, they give you the breakage down to the penny there in Kentucky. Major Dude was second. Fantastic again was third in that stakes race on the synthetic racetrack. Earlier, the Bourbonette Oaks that uh, had a 50-point qualifying point uh, for the Kentucky Oaks at Grabs. The one there, Bourbonette Oaks, Botanical, won in a huge effort. I mean, really easy. It was uh, Chris Landero's third stakes win of the day. This kid had a big day. It was Brad Cox's second stakes win of the day at Turfway. This horse is now four for four at Turfway. Botanical paid $4.06 to win as outrunning Flashy Gem and uh, 30 Thou Kelvin, who was third. 
Other stakes on the card, the Animal Kingdom won by Eyewitness, Ired Ortiz Jr.'s second win of the day, $3.42 there. The Rush Away was won in an upset by Rarified Flair. That was uh, one of Chris Landeros's win for Ken McPeak. $61.78 to win. And another big parade of long shots for uh, Superfecta and Exacta there. After the 29-to-1 shot won it, the second-place finisher, Ocean Point, was 35-to-1. The favorite, Santorini, finished third at 2-to-1. So the $2 exacta in that race paid $1,337.80. The 50-cent try, $1,920.52 in the rushaway upset. The Latonia Stakes won by Idiomatic. Chris Landero's second win of the day, second stakes win, back-to-back stakes for Chris Landero's there, $7.06. This horse, idiomatic, trained by Brad Cox, has had all four wins at Turfway Park. So you can see the horses that like Turfway Park, Botanical and Idiomatic, both performed well again on that synthetic track. The Kentucky Cup Classic won by Wolfie's uh, Dinah Ghost. Wolfie's Dynaghost, John Velasquez, third win of the day, paying $7.08. And that's how the stakes races went yesterday at Turfway. Oaklawn Park featured the Purple Martin, the winner there, Key of Life. Isaac Castillo aboard, $7 even. Castillo's third win of the day. And another winner coming out of the barn of Brad Cox. Boy, did he have a win. He had a great day all over the country yesterday, didn't he? Key of Life, $7 even to win the Purple Martin. And uh, at Santa Anita yesterday, the Desert Stormer won by Dance to the Music. Juan Hernandez aboard, 440 for Mark Glatt. Mark Glatt was winning back-to-back races. He also won the seventh race with the favorite there. And Juan Hernandez swept the late pick three, won the seventh, eighth, and ninth and final race aboard a Labrado Barocio trainee. That trainer's coming up a lot there. The uh, Juan Hernandez late pick three paid $7.25. Highest payoff of the day at Santa Anita was $17.20 in the second race. Steve Knapp had a couple of winners as well as a trainer. And uh, Jerry Jackowitz and Rich Ang both came with a winner in the opener in the form of Eastbound that paid $7.80. And that winner was a handy winner under Victor Espinosa. You ready for this? The late pick four paid $17.70. Pick six paid $248.54. A lot of favorites again yesterday at Santa Anita. And finally, uh, at Aqueduct, winner uh, there. Well, the pick six was not hit. They got five out of six for almost $300, $299.50 to be exact. Dylan Davis had three wins on the card. Tim McCarthy had a couple of wins on the card. But nobody hit the pick six yesterday at Aqueduct. No stakes race there. Gulfstream Park had a couple of stakes races. The Texas Glitter won by Chris B. Cat, Paco Lopez 660. And the um, the Melody of Colors stakes won by Sassy Nature with Julian Le Peru at $4 even. So that just about did it. Jorge uh, Ruiz had three wins on the card. Javier Castellano, two. The pick six uh, yesterday, Gulfstream paid $8.64 over $4,000. That's a wrap-up of what happened yesterday, but we got a whole lot of good stuff happening today, right? And so we're going to go to our first break, and when we come back out of that, we're going to get you your racing menu and then start with our handicappers. Jonathan Hardoon has more picks for us today. Rich Ang. Oh, Richie. He is so hot in the NCAA tournament, I don't think he wants to see it come to an end. He gave us another winner yesterday when Connecticut manhandled Gonzaga and won easily. So Richie will be back with a uh, pick uh, in the tournament today, plus his Santa Anita picks. John Lindo and Jerry J as well. And, of course, your racing menu coming up next. So don't go away. We'll be right back. Want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's race book has the answer. 
Come in and sign up for the Nevada Racebook mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the Racebook right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our Racebook is completely separate from the sportsbook and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service. Bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. from drf.com is the exclusive past performance content provider for the race day las vegas show all right now let's uh, quickly look at the leaderboard for kentucky oaks and kentucky derby qualifying points okay in the kentucky oaks the top point getter right now is pretty mischievous with 103 points South Lawn, who won uh, one of the stakes races yesterday, got 100 points. Wet Paint is third, and Botanical, uh, both Botanical and Wet Point, Wet Paint. Wet Paint and Botanical both have 70 points. The Alley's Look has 54. Darth Vader and Mimi Kasushi and uh, Shada Booty all have 50 points. Wonder Wheel, 48, and Hoosier Philly, 45 in the Kentucky Oaks leaderboard. Kentucky Derby leaderboard. Remember, there's more points up for grabs today at uh, Sunland uh, Park. Right now, the top point getter off of the win yesterday, two fills with 123 points. Derma Saragati is second with 100, along with Kingsbarn, who won the Louisiana Derby. So the Derma and Kingsbarn both have 100. Now you have Forte and Practical Move, both uh, Forte with 90, Practical Move with 60. And those are the top five. Uh, confidence Game has 57, Angel of Empire and Ray's Kane both have 54, Tappet Trice has 50, and Jace's Road, who finished in the money yesterday, has 45. Right now for the Kentucky Derby leaderboard. But you know what's coming up next Saturday. Big racing day with more 100-point getters in the Kentucky Derby qualifying points, both at Gulfstream Park with the Florida Derby and Oaklawn Park with the Arkansas Derby. That coming up next Saturday. So things that they be changing, you know that. They'll be changing. All right? And one other note that I wanted to give you. Yesterday there was a delay at uh, Oaklawn Park and I believe it was the, what was it, the, uh, the, uh, between the, uh, the, the eighth race. In the eighth race, uh, paid double, acted up in the starting gate, and uh, jockey Rocco Brown, the rider there, was taken away in an ambulance. He was thrown at the gate. And as a result, his injuries will have him missing the rest of the Oaklawn meet. So, uh, just goes to show you how dangerous the riding can be. All right, uh, looking at the Florida Derby coming up next week, Forte will have to overcome a post-11. They drew for the race. And uh, Fort Bragg and Madge joined the Florida Derby lineup as well. So, we'll be uh, looking at that. As the week progresses, but another big week coming up tomorrow for the Kentucky Derby qualifying points. It's getting real, uh, getting real now, isn't it? Huh? Come on. 41 days to go. All right. Looking at the weather across the country, all that, uh, all that devastating tornado type weather going through Mississippi, Alabama, Georgia, etc. Our thoughts and prayers really out to those people people the hurricanes the tornadoes that went through there destroyed and leveled communities oh our hearts go out to them mm. 
far as weather uh, across the country for racing is concerned, looks like it's clear all the way, way up in the north, way up in the northeast, like Maine and Canada, it's snowing. But the Atlantic coast is clear, Gulf coast is clear, Pacific coast is clear for today's racing. And so, we will begin your racing menu, reminding you the first post times we broadcast on this racing menu each and every day reflect that at the Pacific time zone. So if you're here in Las Vegas listening at, at uh, Sports Talk 1400 AM, these will be the first post times that roll out in our race books today. If you're listening anywhere else, websites, uh, devices, apps, podcasting, however, wherever, whenever, first post times are Pacific, not in, adjust to it. I don't want you to miss anything like, of course, I miss mom and dad. All right, we begin the menu today with the fairgrounds. It's closing day at the fairgrounds. They got another 15 races at the fairgrounds. Got to tell you, you know, the highest priced payoff yesterday at the fairgrounds was the dollar pick six payoff of 51901 uh, And they got had a pick four that paid uh, 1900 and change, $1,955. Pick five paid ten thousand four hundred eight dollars earlier, so I mean they were money was going flowing at the Bayou yesterday, and of course everything goes out the door today. There's mandatories on all the all the pools today at the fairgrounds. So this closing day card with fifteen races starts at nine a.m. Nine a.m. is first post time, less than a half an hour away, about twenty six minutes away to be exact. Uh, they got three stakes races on closing day. The Star Guitar Stakes goes as the 13th. The Pago Cortez goes as the 14th. And the Chantel Lanarine Memorial will be the 15th and final race today at the fairgrounds. Wrapping up their meet. First post time, 9 a.m. Laurel Park is next. Laurel Park has nine races. They have a regular pick five carryover today at Laurel of $10,201. Regular pick five. Their pick six jackpot carryover, $8,201. Nine races, first post time, 9.25. Tampa Bay Downs has 12 races, six stakes races, all with the purse values of $110,000. It's all those state bred stuff. The Ocala Breed Sales Sophomore Stakes, the Grey Goose Turf uh, Classic, the Stonehenge Farm Sophomore Philly Stakes, the Equistaff Sophomore Turf Stakes, the NYRA Bets Sprint Stakes at Tampa, and the Pleasant Acres Stallion Distaff Turf as well. So you got 12 races, six stakes races at Tampa Bay. First post time is 9.30. 9.30 at Tampa Bay for their 12 races. Six, uh, a lot of those uh, state bred races today. Pick six jackpot carryover, $5,842. 9.30, first post Tampa Bay. Gulfstream Park, 10 races today, first post time 9.40. The cash in the pick six jackpot carryover, $608,071. Probably get a, over that if you're the single ticket holder, but the jackpot right now, cash in the jackpot, $608,071. First post time Gulfstream, 10 races, is at 9.40. Aqueduct, the big A in New York, where they say it's sunny and 50 degrees and the track is fast. No stakes races today at uh, Aqueduct, and their first post time is 10.20. Remember, they do have a carryover in their pick six, remember. Uh, they didn't hit it yesterday. So the pick six carryover today at Aqueduct, $41,964.88, if that matters. First post time, 10.20 at the Big A. Oaklawn Park has nine races today. Their first post time is 10.35. Sunland Park, big day of racing today at Sunland. 11 races, 7 stakes races. It starts out with the $250,000 New Mexico Breeders Oaks as the third race. With the 8-5 to five favorite there is Tis a Journey. The $120,000 New Mexico State University Stakes is the fifth. And in that race, the 5-2 to two favorite there is Cheese Tray. The $250,000 New Mexico Breeders Derby is the sixth. A 12-horse field before it scratches. 7-2 favorite there is Truth's Storm. Through the Storm, I should say. Through the Storm is the favorite there at 7-2. Then the Sunland Park Oaks, which is the eighth race on the card. $300,000, mile and 16 for three-year-old fillies. Holds 50 qualifying points for the Kentucky Oaks. Seven are going. The 9-5 favorite there is Flying Connection. 
Flavian Pratt on the two to one second choice, doing it the hard way. And that's the Sunland Park Oaks. The Harry Henson Stakes, the $100,000 Harry Henson Stakes, named after an iconic track announcer, is the ninth race on the card. Favorite in that race at 6-5 to five is Ida from Southern California. Flavin Pratt rides there. And the $600,000 Grade 3 Sunland Derby at a mile and one-eighth for three-year-olds, holding 50 qualifying points for the Kentucky Derby today. Seven are entered before any scratches. It is a competitive race. But hard to figure is the two-to-one favorite, and you guessed it, yes, Flavian Pratt is aboard. All right. Eleven races today at Sunland Park. Seven stakes races. Qualifying points for both the Kentucky Derby and the Kentucky Oaks up for grabs. And Sunland Park has a regular pick five carryover, 114 bucks. They got a regular super high five carryover, $150. You know it's going to be way up today on account of the... Uh, attention those races will get and a first post time for Sunland Park's big day of racing 11 races 11:25 is their first post time today Hawthorne Racecourse has nine races they have a super high five jackpot carryover $9,857 and Hawthorne's uh, first post time is set at 12:30 for their nine race card Santa Anita is next Santa Anita has nine races the feature today the $100,000 Angels Flight Stakes, six and a half furlongs on the turf for three-year-old Philly. Six go to the post. Eight to five favorite is Manhattan Jungle with Juan Hernandez. That's the seventh of nine races today. First post time is 1 p.m., 1 o'clock this afternoon. The pick six jackpot carryover, $225,690. Nine races today at San Anita. First post time, 1 o'clock. And reminder, they'll have a racing card tomorrow with another first post time of 1 o'clock. Golden Gate today has a mandatory payoff in their pick six. So the jackpot provision comes off. Pick six, mandatory payoff. The money sitting in the jackpot pot right now, $112,437. And it goes today to the best winning tickets. Doesn't have to be six and it doesn't have to be a single day. First post time for nine races today at Golden Gate, 115. Then you have Turf Paradise. That comes up next. Pick six jackpot carryover, $62,670. That ain't bad. Eight races, first post time, 125. We wrap it up with Los Alamitos tonight. Los Alamitos. Nine races, one thoroughbred, four mixed breed, four quarter horse races, including the quarter horse stakes race, which is the ninth and final, the $195,200 grade two El Primero Del Ano Derby at 400 yards. It all happens at Los Alamitos with the first post time of 5.30. They will seed the pick six pool tonight at $10,000. It's a regular pick six. The pot already sitting at ten grand, courtesy of Los Alamitos. And again, a first post time of 5.30. Okay. That's your menu for today. I am in search of Rich Ang, who is sizzling hot with the hoops. Is this Rich? Hey, good morning, Ralphie. I can tell it was Richie. You know how I knew? How's that? The phone line's burning. <laughs> well, it's fun to get on a streak. And, you know, yourself and myself and the listeners out there, we gamble for fun or sport or professionally. It's it's fun to get on a hot streak. No question about it. I got to tell you, Richie, I mean, that was almost a no contest last night. Connecticut is such in a zone right now. They're playing so good together they're really in tune that a good team like gonzaga was just manhandled from gate to wire as they say well they uconn did exactly what i was talking about yeah. on yesterday's show they went right after timmy on both ends of the floor and one of the things that happened was timmy was forced to play defense he ended up picking up four fouls yeah. early in the second half i mean they they just took him right out of his game and uh, one thing that uh, was pretty apparent in the first half, Ralph, was Timmy travels a lot of times in the paint. He shuffles his feet, yep. changes his pivot feet. They called traveling on him twice. Mm -hmm. and in fact, there's a, the, an interview on TV that Mark Few did during the game, and he said that the, the rest were calling ticky-tack traveling on <laughs> this guy, splitting hairs. But, yeah. you know, Timmy got away with that against UCLA for 36 points. 
he did not get away with it last night. Well, and not only that, the, that traveling uh, penalty you're talking about, uh, it, it, it happened twice in a row right. within seconds yep. apart. And it got and they got him to his fourth foul. You can only have five, and then you're out of the game, folks. His fourth foul came with over 17 minutes left in the second half, so they were doomed. Yeah, they they went right after him, took Timmy out of the game, and that that's the heart and soul of the Gonzaga team. All right, well, we're uh, as always pushing time. So today we've got two more games uh, that will complete the uh, final four that'll happen next Saturday. Uh, we've got Miami, Florida playing Texas at uh, 2.05 on CBS. We've got Creighton and San Diego State, and that's the early game, 11.20 on CBS. i got to tell you, I think both these games are worth the price of admission. What say you? Well, I'll start with my handicapping with this, Ralph. The, the two teams that beat the number one seed in their region are both underdogs again. You know, so, I mean, uh, I, I, you don't have to lead me to drink water. I'm going to go right back to the well. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go with San Diego State plus the two-and-a-half against Creighton. And here's an angle for the game, Ralph, that the people when watching the game tonight should pay attention to. Creighton is probably the best three-point shooting team that San Diego will play the entire year. Yeah. San Diego played great defense on the perimeter against the three. But the one thing that is a problem for Creighton they they only play one reserve. They literally go six deep, and I think San Diego goes nine deep. And yeah. They have nine guys who average ten minutes or more a game. They just put the pressure on you. I think Creighton. The key will be the last ten minutes of the game. If Creighton starts to get tired, San Diego is going to keep coming at them. So I like San Diego plus two and a half to cover and possibly win against Creighton. I got to tell you that uh, Creighton's got to be real conscious about not getting in foul trouble if they only got one other guy on the bench as well. So San Diego State is the play here for Rich Ang. Uh, if you have a play in the first, we'll take it. Otherwise, just an opinion. Well, no, I'm I'm going to give an opinion because uh, Miami, I mean, they just dismantled Houston. And, you know, most people feel Houston and Texas we're going to be the two teams that we're going to play in the the, the, the regional final. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, Texas plays great defense, but they don't play better defense than Houston. Mm-hmm. And Miami took them apart. So I, I really think Miami has a chance to to play a strong game against Texas. Now, I'm, if I'm getting four points, I'll go to the well again with Miami. So uh, Miami is my second play, plus the four against Texas. All right. So both games, you have an opinion, and they are uh, Miami-Florida. Take the uh, small points. That's bet number 655. San Diego State, take the small points. That's bet number 658. And uh, you are on a roll, Richie. And you had a winner yesterday at Santa Anita as well, so we'll get your Santa Anita pick for today. Race number six, it's six furlongs, optional claimer 50. Uh, John Sadler and the Verona Stable, they do a great job over the years claiming horses and then really developing them into you know more than what they paid for. And they claimed the two-horse Cornelia Ford for $50,000. Interesting that uh, Sadler uh, does not run this horse in a cowbird race, runs him in an open race, but it may have something to do with a condition book. Mm-hmm. But uh, I think this horse is well spotted for a quick ROI. 25 win place, two for the ROI, number two, Cornelia Fort, race six. All right, the sixth race, number two, Cornelia Fort, is Rich Ang's play for the race day listeners. Sixth race, Santa Anita, the two, uh, 25 win place in the $2 ROI. And I got to tell you, that winner in the first race yesterday, Jerry Jackowitz also liked that horse, but that horse won so easily. He won in hand. And, uh, you know, it w- I would love to have every horse that I ever played win like that. Yeah, you can see Victor Espinosa yeah. riding him. He kept trying to keep the horse covered up because I, it was a grass race. Right. You, you try to keep a horse covered up, and he, he couldn't keep him covered up any longer because he was ready to explode. <laughs> so he just let him out in the stretch. Yeah, let him uh, let him go, that's for sure. All right, so we got the sixth race. Number two is your play off the win yesterday. Nice $7 and change win yesterday. And, of course, your two uh, place in the uh, March Madness NCAA Tournament. Uh, Miami, Florida, and San Diego State. want to remind everybody that Richie, of course, will have a handicapping sheet tomorrow for Santa Anita. Even though we won't have a show, he'll have a handicapping sheet for Santa Anita mm-hmm. at the websites, uh, racedaylasvegas.com websites. All right. Thanks a lot, Rich. And uh, hey, wow. that, Let's get two more home. Hey, yes. thanks, Ralph. Good luck, everybody. All right. You got it, my man. He's hot. Boy, he's going hot right now. Well, we'll ride it. All right. Here we go. Uh, I'll give you Jonathan Hardoon's plays, and then we'll wrap it up with uh, John Lindo and uh, Jerry Jackowitz. Jonathan Hardoon today, 
Since you uh, heard Richie's play at Santa Anita, assuming you have your Santa Anita sheet out in front of you, we'll give you Santa Anita first. Jonathan Hardoon has a pick at Santa Anita. That comes in the eighth race. In the eighth race today at Santa Anita, John likes number two, Christie's Tiger. Number two, Christie's Tiger. In the eighth race is Jonathan Hardoon's play for the race day listeners. His second play for the day will come at Aqueduct, the big A in New York. At Aqueduct today, in the fourth race, Jonathan likes number three, Forever Wicked. Number three, Forever Wicked, is Jonathan's play in the fourth race today at Aqueduct. And that, by the way, folks, is the start of the pick six with a carryover today at Aqueduct. Fourth race, the three. Don't forget, Jonathan has full sheets for Santa Anita, Aqueduct, and, of course, Oaklawn and Gulfstream right now at his websites. And a reminder that Jonathan will have a selection sheet tomorrow as all our other handicappers will, for Santa Anita's special Monday card. All right. Coast to Coast Pick 5 today featuring uh, uh, Gulfstream and Santa Anita races. They are Gulfstream Race 8, Gulfstream Race 9, Santa Anita Race 3, Gulfstream Race 10, Santa Anita Race 5. Post time is 1.06 p.m. Pacific time for the Coast to Coast Pick 5. We'll be back to wrap it up right after this. Don't go away. Want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's race book has the answer. Come in and sign up for the Nevada Racebook mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the racebook right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our racebook is completely separate from the sportsbook and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service, bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. The Race Day Las Vegas Show, the only exclusive daily local media racing information source in Las Vegas. All right, back on Race Day Las Vegas, and uh, yours truly just hung up on John Lindo. <laughs> so he'll be calling me back when he realizes... There you are, John. Sorry, uh, sorry, we dropped you off. It's me. <laughs> no problem. Good morning. How you doing, bro? But you know, it's, it was okay because you were uh, going in and out anyhow, uh, and um, so it was it was nice. By the way, I want to remind everybody that Aqueduct uh, Pick Six carryover they say is a mandatory today. So anyhow. Uh, yeah, up at Golden Gate, they're giving that money away. So, uh, you know, it's a 20 cent wager, and it's a basically a Pick Six carryover. Yeah, that's at, a- at the Golden Gate and at Aqueduct today, both of them. Yep. All right, um, real quick, uh, you're going to have a Lindo report for tomorrow's Santa Anita Monday uh, card uh, that'll be out at the uh, South Point. You have one today at South Point that features all the uh, nine races, plus a suggested late pick four and a suggested coast-to-coast pick five as well, all on the one comprehensive Lindo report available right now exclusively only at the South Point. Do you have a thought about the Sunland Park Derby or Sunland Park Oaks today? Well, it's interesting. Bob Baffert sends out the hard to figure with Flavian Pratt. You know, he's not going to be eligible for the Derby qualifying points, so he's there to go grab the money. You have to think he's pretty alive with Flavian Pratt going out there to Sunland. Yeah, no question about that. And that is the Sunland Park Derby. And in the Sunland Park Oaks, uh, uh, Oaks uh, Pratt uh, scales the two to one second choice uh, in uh, doing it the, the hard way. Exactly. It should be tough to beat in there as well. And uh, watch for Todd Fincher to collect a lot of hardware today. He's very live throughout the stakes program there at Sunland. All right. Now, uh, we had all those big races uh, yesterday at Dubai. One word uh, describes uh, the results over there, Japan. But uh, we know that the UAE Derby winner is already scheduled to come uh, and compete in the uh, Kentucky Derby. But uh, out of all of the races uh, yesterday at Dubai, anything stand out to you? 
the Dubai Shima Classic, the mile and a half turf winner, uh, another Japanese horse. And Ralph, I don't have the name in front of me, but he absolutely toyed with that field. And, and instead of going to the arc later in the year, they're thinking of coming to Santa Anita for the Breeders' Cup turf. And if he does, based on what I saw yesterday, he's the one to beat. And that is, of course, in the uh, Shima Classic, right? Right. I'll give you that name on Wednesday. Unfortunately, I'm on the road running around today, and I don't have it in front of me. All right. Not a problem. Not a problem. We'll uh, we'll see if we can grab that before we leave the air anyhow. So uh, uh, Dubai Shima Classic winner Equinox. That's the one. Yeah, he he's a monster. All right. We'll keep an eye on Equinox, that's for sure. All right, uh, John, uh, thought about any of the derby horses yesterday? Uh, I thought Kings Barnes ran like I thought he would. He yeah. got a, a, was up close to yep. a soft pace and pulled away, and he's still improving. There, there's improvement there. Mm-hmm. And uh, two fills. You know, he was the one horse that hung around for part of the purse in the uh, Risen Star after the pace collapsed that day. Mm-hmm. And uh, even though he won in synthetic yesterday, you know he can handle dirt. So I thought both of those were legitimate horses going going forward now. I think the Todd Pletcher trainee, though, the winner of the Louisiana Derby, has a little bit more of an upside, although he's not going to get the half in 49 and change in the Kentucky Derby should he go and uh, apply the same tactics as he did yesterday in the Kentucky Derby. That's for sure. No, but he's already shown he can sit and wait yeah. behind horses if he has to. Yeah, well, Flavian and Pratt said, hey, if nobody wants it. I'll go ahead and walk the dog, and he did. And, oh. and that's how you get the 9-2. to two was a good price. Oh, yeah. All right, time to uh, turn our attention back to Santa Anita. Of course, we'll talk more about the Derby and how it uh, shapes up and all that good stuff and the big week coming up at Santa Anita uh, next week when we uh, reconvene on Wednesday with you. Uh, but for today, Santa Anita has a nine-race card. Hopefully, there's a little more, more meat on the bones for the payoffs than it was yesterday at Santa Anita. Well, we're still a little light in the field sizes because, you know, of all the training interruptions. So we'll do the best we can. And mm-hmm. we're, we're due for a little bit of rain in the middle of this week. And then it's supposed to be good after that. So let's get through this and get to some sunshine. All right. Let's go to race number one today, Ralph. First race today, number three, acquired class, was well bet in, in the debut last May. Didn't fire and hit the sidelines. Comes back with Lasix on, comes back as a gelding, and comes back with jockey Juan Hernandez taking the call. All the reasons to think this is a better horse than we saw first time out. Four to one on the program, number three, acquired class, race one, Santa Anita. Well, uh, that tells us they're pulling out all the plugs for this one, huh? (laughs) Leaving nothing in the barn. No, that's for sure. First race, one o'clock post time, the start of the early pick five. Let's single, number three, acquired class, the three in the opener. Is John Lindo's pick for the race day listeners, and of course the rest of the Lindo report plus the suggested late pick four and a suggested coast to coast pick five. All of that in the goody information, one comprehensive sheet. The Lindo report at the South Point today, free of charge. Complimentary there, and as well for tomorrow's Santa Anita Monday card as well. And John, uh, of course, uh, John, we will uh, reconvene on Wednesday to uh, chew the fat about what happened uh, this weekend and look ahead to uh, what's going to happen next week and a couple of big derby prep races as well. Absolutely. A lot, it's ramping up now. We're going to have some fun next few weeks. Yeah, we sure are. Thanks a lot, John. Be safe on your road. Okay. Good luck today. All right. You got it. And now we're going to go to Jerry Jack. Jackowitz. Stand by, Jerry. Good morning. Good morning, Ralph. Listen, Yes. anybody who wants to play King's Barn going into the Kentucky Derby with three races, with the last race being a walk the dog on the front end from Todd Pletcher, be my guest. All right. Okay. Well, <laughs> we know. I don't. Uh, yeah. You're right there as far as uh, you, 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 I think you're going to need a little bit more experience, but you just never know. I mean, look at Justify. I mean, you just never know. Yeah. Well, Justify was coming from Bob Baffert's bone. Uh, well, I see. And Todd. And- Todd Pletcher is not mincemeat mince meat now. Oh, you know, really, when it comes to the Kentucky Derby, he sort of is. Yeah, I know he's got a he's got a terrible record with the Derby, but we'll see. I mean, it's not terrible. It's it's the record of a bum, really. I mean, it's oh, now don't do that. It's I, Sunday. I know he's won. It's he's Sunday. Won. Come on. Okay, I know. I'm being, but he really. I mean, he's a very good trainer. I'm not saying he isn't, but when it comes to the Kentucky Derby and prepping horses for them. He has a 25-year history of being really, really substandard. So, well, you know, he has great horses. I mean, yeah. How many of them from Eskin, how many great horses did he have that didn't make it to the Derby oh. that were maybe the best of the class? Yeah, and, you know, yeah, I know. But, I mean, uh, you know, let's not be too harsh. We know he's a good trainer. Oh, I, Might have I, just yeah, bad I, luck I, for I the Kentucky I have no problem Derby. being harsh on that. 
well, uh, you can't be harsh on his number one horse in the barn, Forte. That's for sure. And he'll, uh, he'll yeah, no, Forte is fantastic. He'll have to overcome post eleven uh, next week in the Florida Derby. So we'll wait and see his medal. That's for sure. But today. Right. Uh, we're going to get some picks from you for Aqueduct and Santa Anita, reminding everybody that the power pages for today at Aqueduct and Santa Anita available right now at jerryjspowerpage.com. And Jerry, unlike me, is going to have to be working on Monday, and he's going to have a power page uh, Monday for Santa Anita special Monday card as well. Yes, we will. So come on over and pick it up. You get the power page for $5 or the power page plus for seven fifty, and have a nice Monday playing the horses. Sure. There you go. There you go. All right, what are we doing today at Aqueduct? Okay, let's go to the seventh, Ralph. Number one, win for gold from Michelle Giangiulio's barn. Uh, first time for her, she claimed the source off of uh, Adam Rice. And the, orange, the, the gelding ran really well last time out. Um, and I'm looking for improvement today. He's got some big back figures to go back to. So I like the one horse in race number seven. I'm playing the one over the four, five, six, and eight. Doing my reverses, of course, but the one, that'll be our our featured play in race number seven at Aqueduct. All right. Win for gold. In the seventh race, number one, win for gold. Win for gold, the one horse is your play. Uh, the link ups four, five, six, and eight, and reverse two dollar ROI two to win on the one in the seventh at Aqueduct with a pick six carryover today. And now we're going to go to uh, Santa Anita. Yeah, let's go to race uh, number five, and we'll take number two, Elegance Code, who uh, had a really, really difficult trip last time out um, from the seven post. Now moves inside to the two post, gets Victor Espinosa and um, for Carla Gaines. And I think being next to the rail is going to be a big advantage for uh, Elegance Code in this effort. If you look back to his race in April of 2022, when, when she was a three-year-old, she actually ran a little bit faster uh, numbers than what these horses are running already. So I'm looking for a real improvement today and for her to go through that uh, race she ran as a three-year-old. Okay. So I like her an awful lot. That's the two horse in race number five, Elegance Code. Okay. We'll play the two over the five, six, nine, do reverses, press up uh, two, six. All right. So in the fifth race, the anchor race and the early pick five, you like the two. Link-ups are five, six, and nine, and reverse. $2 ROI, two to win on the two. I got bookends for the early pick five today. John Lendo comes in the first uh, race of it. You come in the last race of the early pick five. So maybe we can get that done on this Sunday. Until Wednesday with our weekday start time of 6 a.m. Go ahead and say it. Great race day, everybody. And by the way, everybody, it's 7 a.m. on on Wednesday.